Are we calling this a soundbite? Yeah, this, this is, a, is sound a soundbite. Bite. Okay, all right. a soundbite edition of Portland's Food Scene Podcast. It's right at the fork with uh, your host, Chris Angelus, and uh, I'm Court Johnson. And today's subject, uh, this is uh, this is one of those food items that I think a lot of people, if they're not like big time in the food, they might like be like, oh, I don't know about that. And of course, we're talking about tartare, steak tartare, to steak, be specific. Well, yeah, we found our way outside of steak tartare, too, yeah. which we'll get to. Traditionally, when you when you think of the tradition, uh, uh, traditionally when you think of the traditional tartare, the, I I think most people have this image of I think it's the French tartare, steak tartare, which is the raw meat with the raw egg. Did you eat any? I think we'll talk about this, but did you experience some of that? Absolutely. Yeah, we ran across some traditional tartars. Yeah, uh, the the name comes from uh, being served with tartar sauce. That's something I wasn't aware of. Uh, I speak a little French, but I'm just like, well, I, and, and I never quite put it together, but it actually does come from being served with tartar sauce dating back to the uh, 19th and uh, 20th century. It might even come earlier than that. Then the question would be, what's that recipe for tartar sauce? Is it, It's not the stuff you get served yeah. at right. fish and it's, chips places. Exactly, because when I think of tartar sauce, I'm thinking of the white sauce that, uh, you know. Which what, I don't, I don't what, like. What, either do I. I like cocktail sauce when it comes to You're, uh, When it comes to stuff on your fish, yes. your fried fish? Yeah. So wait, wait, hold on a minute. When you eat fish and chips, <laughs> we're off subject. I know we are. You go with the you go with like a, a cocktail sauce. I like cocktail sauce. I'll ask for cocktail Interesting. sauce. Interesting. Yeah. In in England, I they have this really good curry sauce that's just good with. I, I would prefer that over the tartar sauce any day. But uh, yeah, so d- different variants that we're going to talk about of of tartar steak tartar. And uh, you, Chris, went out on a tartar crawl with with our guest, yeah, Chad Walsh. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. But I had the idea. Um, sitting at the Bible Club, having a tartare that was a little different than any of the others we ended up having on the crawl, but it was delicious. It was one of my, of all of them, certainly one of my favorites over at the Bible Club with a uh, with a martini at uh, as as a pairing. I'm not always looking for pairings, but um, it was a. I ordered a martini and I thought looked at the menu and thought, and it was really good. It was a little hard, uh, more hard pressed. Yeah, not in the context of someone being hard-pressed to do something, but in terms of its consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, I'm sitting there and I thought, uh, we ought to do a crawl. Because, yeah. you know, have to, there's no way to catch up with Gary, but we got to do some kind of crawl. Mm-hmm. And then Chad and I had been talking about what to do, because I really wanted to have Chad on the podcast, because he's a, he's a great guy, he's articulate, and he should be. So... Yeah. Uh, at that moment, from there, from the restaurant, I text, I texted Chad and said, hey, what about a tartare crawl? You didn't have to think long about it, right, Chad? No, I was in. Yeah. And, and so we, we put it out there uh, that we were going to do six at one time. You initially wanted to do three, and then our friends uh, Nat and Tammy chimed in and said they wanted to come with us. And that gave us the opportunity, since we could split it amongst four people. Right. To do six in one night. And so uh, there were a lot of people from the food community who chimed in and said, that's a lot of raw meat 
in one night. That's, that was my first thought. In fact, I was having that conversation with Chad on the, on the walk in here. I was just kind of like, of, of all things to do a crawl over and having multiple courses of, Tartar wouldn't top my list. Yeah, but people do burger way, crawls right. and they do. So we just it's a good way to do it, though, where if you want to compare one to another or just experience to another. Yeah, I thought so. Did you did you learn anything about, not necessarily about tartar, but about our, how chefs deal with it? Um, I learned how I deal with the crawls because I always eat what's in front of me, no matter what. I, I did a burger, burger crawl uh, several years ago and ate, split, actually, um, six half-pound burgers over the course of 28 hours uh, with sides. Mm. And I did eat a burger for about three months after that. Oh, well, you got, so, you got back to it. I got back to it, yeah. I mean, because they're great. I love cheeseburgers. But um, the tartar was, I was grateful that we had help that first night. Um, but still the next day I felt like somebody was, had stuck their hands in my belly and was kind of massaging my intestines because it just was maybe a little too much. But I then again, I I, I, I felt ate. fine. And we didn't hear anything from, right. from our two companions. Right. I didn't hear anything negative about it. By the way, I didn't. What well, I didn't properly introduce you. Where well, we didn't. But Chad Walsh, freelance writer, mm-hmm. writes a lot about food in Portland. Uh, you'll find him on Eater, uh, Northwest Examiner. Where else might we find you? Oh God. Um, Other than right here, right now. <laughs> uh, I can't quite think right now. Wow. Um, so yeah. nothing that comes to mind. So those are. Oh, I'm I'm working on a piece with Kelly Cox right now about scalability for. Uh, when she does her product launch, I'm working on a piece about scalability for artisans and restaurateurs um, in best practices about scalability, what to look out for and what to... When and where will someone find that, the results of this research and writing? Maybe by the time this, when's, maybe by the time this drops. Um, I don't know exactly. Sometime, I want to say, at least in mid-May. Okay, well, that'll be right after this drops. Okay. So, uh, and we're... Mm-hmm. Where where? Oh, on her uh, website, on originalfair.com. Oh, Kelly Cox. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said something. Someone, oh, okay, good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good. Put everything together. But I, and she just said that the best thing, the the first thing you need to do in interviewing is actually listen. <laughs> and <laughs> I've proven time and time again that 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 is the downside when you're not really listening. How many times, Court, have I actually said something? That was not just, that I just heard, right? And I shouldn't. It, have. It, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, well, it happens anyway. So let's talk about tartare. Yeah. So we did. Um, I'll I'll talk about the six we did. I'll just I won't talk about them. I'll just mention where we went. We started at Atawa, mm-hmm. um, which was really nice. Uh, you know, earlier on when it was before it was crowded, and then we made our way, if I recall, to Paley's place, and then back to St. Jack. Jumped in our cars, went to Jackrabbit. So we got one new place into the mix. Mm-hmm. Went to Little Bird, and then Laurelhurst Market. Now I will say, I put out on Facebook, you know, where should we go to have tartare? And there were a ton of suggestions. One of the criteria was it needs to be on the menu all the time, not just something we, or or part of a tasting menu that you get. Because we weren't going to do that. Um, but I'm sure there are probably. Dozens of restaurants oh, that yeah. serve tartare on their menu, so we can only get to so many. But I'll let you do a little more of the uh, quote-unquote editorializing. I think we came to the conclusion that the, that, that night that five of them were, or at least five of them were, like, 
we thought were pretty right. awesome. I don't necessarily know if I want to go with the one that wasn't, but maybe let people figure that out from how we describe this. Right. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a, a long night. I, th- I think it was a six-hour night. No. I, 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 <laughs> I remember you dropping me off at 11. Okay, well, we started at 5. Oh, that would make so, sense, yeah. So it was an hour per, yeah, that makes sense, an hour per place with right. travel time. All that mm-hmm. raw meat, Chris, just was like, uh, just made it seem like, you know, a couple hours. And drinks. Right. And we don't have a budget for this, by the way. So, Court, we're going to have to put it, figure it out <laughs> at some point, how to do crawls. It's one thing I learned is you can't just do crawls with four people and uh, sustain a podcast. Right, and, right. <laughs> but learning experience, moving on. So- um, so I think we all agreed that, uh, something about Atala. Yeah. It was the prettiest, I want to say. Um, and I, I took notes. Yeah. It came with a B, it came with a smoked piquillo ketchup, and egg yolk puree. And served and with potato bosque, chips. Bosque chili potato chips. Yeah. yeah. They were really, really good. And, and it was like the presentation was, uh, more more dynamic than the rest. Not that's not which a, is that's not a, Jose. a cut on the other ones, but right. uh, it was it was presented really nicely. Right, and he also wasn't doing a traditional tartare, which we experienced at a couple of the other places. Right. And that's not that's not his mo. Right. Um, it was beautiful and it was delicious. And I will also say, not that this goes anywhere, that, that it leads to any conclusions. But it's tough to judge something. Uh, and judge everything equally when you have, to, you know, you're done. And the first one was one that you had six hours ago, and it's mm-hmm. hard to compare. But I, that's why I said I think we we were really happy with most everything we we eat. All six, all six. No one was unhappy. Right, right. But uh, but I think we, you know, somewhere. I thought Atalas was great. Well, and plus, don't forget, we had chefs at least at a couple of different places, kind of pushing some food on us, just to be like, oh, here, try this too. So. Right. We were eating. And we were trying not to eat too much. Right, right. And which, by the way, we'll get to a conclusion at the, the end. When we did part two, we just said, fuck it. And, <laughs> and ate. Right. So, um, so then we went to uh, Paley's Place. Yes. Which. Classic. Uh, classic. Yeah. It was, ab- that was actually the place that I first really was sitting in Portland and thought, wow, I love this dish. This is great. And, it's, and I used to tell people, you got to go to Paley's and get there. Get yeah, the tartar. No, it was, so, it was and, uh, so simple. Right. And um, it's been doing it probably the same way for many years. Yeah. On and, the rye toast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came with, uh, they, the wait staff brought over a, a glass of, what was it? It was a Cooper's Hall Riesling uh, to pair with it. And, you know, I'm not much of a Riesling drinker, um, and I don't drink white wine generally with red meat, but it was kind of perfect. Yeah, it really so. was. And they knew we'd already ordered other drinks. Yeah. And they she made brought us small pours of that Riesling because she felt like if you're doing this, you need to have this. Right. I need to guide you in this direction. Right. Which was really nice. Yeah. It was it, it was a nice touch and it's what you would expect mm-hmm. from the hospitality of Bailey's um, place. It's always great there. Yeah. So next over to Saint Jack. Saint Jack, yeah, they did um they did one that was Caesar salad inspired uh, tartare. Um, and now Aaron had asked us to go to both La Moule and St. Jack. Right. And I kind of said, you got to pick. And he didn't really pick. He let us. He just said, you go do. And geographically speaking, it worked. Was that because it's pre- each at different pl- He's doing it different. It's different in place. both places. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This one had um, olives in it and uh, 
was covered in uh, Parmesan cheese. Right. Um, it was very covered in Parmesan cheese. Yeah, it was. You could not see the, you could barely see the, the beautiful color of the meat of the steak. Right, right. And it, yeah, I, it had a Caesar, I want to say it had a Caesar dressing too. Yeah. So it's probably where the raw yolk came in. It's probably in that. And then the other highlight of the evening was Nathan Gertis was there. And he's, yeah. been, he's been making me lots of dirty martinis lately. Mm-hmm. Um, different variations. So I was very excited to share with three friends the, yeah. the fruits of his labors. And that was delicious too. And that pair, I think that it's a good drink to have with tartare. I think yeah. it goes well. I agree. Okay, so next. Next we went to Jackrabbit. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was Beefheart, wasn't it? Right, it was a little different. Right, and so that was, gosh, what did that come with? That was uh, quail egg, uh, grilled bread, lettuces, uh, bagel chips, and that is all. So kind of, but, but very, I want to say s- similar to a classic, except organ instead of flesh. Right. So, and it was a little. It wasn't as tender. What's? No, no. It didn't like. It wasn't like melty. Right. So, because it's heart. You know, yeah, it's heart. Right. <laughs> so, and speaking of melty, then we went to Little Bird. Oh yeah, that was so good. Yeah. They, so. So it's interesting. The two, cla- they're not the two, but two of the classic French-inspired restaurants did the classics, and uh, they were both fantastic. I thought that was one of my favorites of the two. Yeah. It, I mean, of, of all of them. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very good. It also had a, a I'm looking at my notes, uh, a caraway aioli. I kind of bind it together. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, an unusual uh, kind of flavor to add. And that profile. was with rye toast. So you had the double mm-hmm. caraway thing going on. Mm-hmm. Is that not, would that not be the case? I took, with little rye crisps? I took photos, but I would have to uh, go back and look. Yeah. So, so But it was it was fun. So that's number five. And then we... By the time we got to Laurelhurst Market, we were a little punchy, I would say. And it was, they were like, what, 20, 30 minutes from closing? Yes. So. Um, and we just caught ben- Benny before he was leaving. As a matter of fact, he texted me and he said, I won't, probably won't be here when you're here. So we were lucky to catch him. And he brought over a few other goodies too. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that tartare was, I mean. So they serve it with a mar- bone marrow. Yeah. Which they also do at Lamoule, so we missed okay. that one. So, but we we had one with bone marrow there, and uh, I really and I, we asked how best to eat this. What do you suggest? And some people eat it the marrow separately, and some people mix it. And I personally think if you're going to have it with the marrow, you mix it in. That's the whole. You can order marrow right. at a time. It was it was really delicious. Yeah, or just really like tasty. spread the marrow on the bread and then put your because uh, it comes with bread uh, over there. And then put the the meat on top of that. Yeah, and it's a lot of different things going on in your mouth, and it's pretty outstanding. Right, and by that time we'd probably had uh, four or five drinks or somewhere around there going on. Yeah, so, maybe. Yeah, it, but that didn't affect us. It was still it was delicious unto itself, with or without the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we decided we were actually going to do round two and do two or three more, but <laughs> I put it out there and um, thought. We needed to, uh, John Gorham made a pretty good case for having one of his, or not him. No, he didn't. People did. You got to go to, you got to go to uh, Toro Bravo right. and have it there. And plus a lot of, you know, the first night, because of, we thought we were going to do so many, we we had four on the west side right. and only two 
Well, no, they're all on the west side because Little Bird's downtown, but like in the northwest. Right. But yeah, so three in the northwest, two downtown, and one in the southeast. We needed another east side. So we go to we go to Toro Bravo, and I got there a little early and looked, and I see tuna tartare, and I think, okay, let me find the beef. And I forgot to mention to John or the Facebook world that we were, I did actually at one point, we were actually looking for beef tartare, mm-hmm. or steak tartare, whatever you want to call it. And so I sat there and I thought, well, Chad's coming. And you know what? There are worse things in the world than sitting at Toro Bravo at the 50-yard line right on the those seats on the side, um, getting what we didn't think we were going to get. So um, then we just decided let's have dinner at Toro Bravo, which was <laughs> right. fantastic and so happy about that. But the tuna tartare was the first thing we had. It was. And it was a – I was – it's like reading – really dense book and then at the end it's kind of like this light little surprise that you didn't see coming um and so yeah what it was it was tuna tartare an onion yolk what what were what was that i forget it was uh it was like compressed onion or you know it was a yogurt it was a yogurt oh it was a yogurt right i'm sorry yeah (laughs) um so it wasn't a, a a yolk itself but yeah an onion yogurt um it came with capers and mixed in with avocado and these really crunchy dehydrated charred sweet onions that's what um, that was my favorite that part of that texture that Mm -hmm. extra little crunch going on and the uh and those onion crackers that it came with were i want uh hundreds of bags of those to stockpile and just to snack on while i watch tv yeah those were great and they, so. but they went act perfectly mm-hmm. with oh yeah with the toy so we both decided at that point this was our favorite of all of them uh if it's just tartare was the criteria well it was i mean i i'm gonna say i did like all of them but it was the most surprising because first of all it was because it wasn't beef uh but second it tasted just refreshing yeah, and with the onion cracker. So my mm-hmm. criteria in saying that, I don't, I'm not saying that the others weren't fantastic, but if you said to me right now when it was six at night and said, hey, you, where do you want to go have tartare? We can get in and just have that. That'd probably be the one I'd, I'd want to go have right now. And, and in, in a different mindset, different day with a different person, I might want to go one of the other places. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was just interesting because after we were doing just steak tartare. Yeah, totally. Okay, it, was, it was a nice thing. So... Um, but we have to get to the Bible club sometime together. That was part. We actually, we were, we were, it was a Tuesday night. They were closed. Yeah, we were on our way there. We were on our way there. And then we were, where Tuesday else night. were we going to? Uh, 180. And they had just closed. Uh, oh, 180 to get churros. Yeah, but no, to, weren't we going to go? cap it off. We were going to go someplace else for food, and they were also closed. I don't remember. But I don't I, remember no, one, no one wants to hear that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But we did get now to we know, one, But now we know at least what places are closed on Tuesdays. <laughs> right, so. but... What was really cool is we got to uh, 180 just as they were uh, 20 minutes after they were closed. We didn't realize that, and they they gave us some leftovers uh, to go sit outside and digest a little bit. That was nice. And I lost my sunglasses. Did you? Night. You did not find your sunglasses. I did not find them. What are the brand? Let's put it out there to our <laughs> podcast universe. Oh, it's, it's they're ten year, they're ten years old. I just got new prescriptions, so I'm just gonna wait a month or two and get uh, a new pair. I was bummed about that because we started out the evening talking about glasses, <laughs> right? And and I said you need to get um you need to get the progressives and the transitions mm-hmm. both at the same time. So I think that's one reason for getting transitions. We need an optical sponsor. There we go. There one, you go. one reason for getting uh, transitions is because you wouldn't have lost them. Right. They would have been on your face. I know. 
Um, all right. So I hope people. I. I. Would you go out and do another tartar crawl? Of course I would. Yeah. How about you, Court? I'm. I'm totally in. Okay. Sorry you couldn't join. No, us. no. You. You. I think you invite. I think you brought it to my attention just a little bit before. I, I know. At, at this point, everybody knows it's like impossible to get me on a weeknight. No, we're gonna get you sometime. No. Um, thanks for doing that. Yeah, of course. Thanks for uh, organizing it. It was uh, a lot of fun. It was a great experience. You know, I realized it was um, as I was sitting there. It killed so many birds with one stone. Getting to hang out with you, with Natalia and Tammy, and going to six different restaurants in one shot in yeah. one night. That was that was really nice. It was fun. Super fun. Do it. Everybody can do it on their own. You don't yeah. need to be, have a podcast or, or a writing gig to no. do it. Just And I'm sure people do. I hope so. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance offers the largest selection, fast delivery, professional installation, and live kitchens where you can try before you buy. Oregon-based and family-owned, setting the standard since 1947. Standard TV and Appliance is your place for quality Gen Air appliances and more. Leanne Bach of Living Room Realty. Leanne Bach's years of experience can help you buy or sell in any cycle, including Portland's hot market right now. Work with someone who's in step with the Portland food world, just as you are, and gives back to her community. Just head to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Zupans, unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupans Markets. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Oh,